poop. Poop. I can't, I can't do things. I'm on cold <laughs> medicine and I can't do things today. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Butte. No, 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 no. Mr. Mr. Crichton Stewart. Yeah. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 17 of 50 Reasons to Visit Ireland podcast, brought to you by Crystal Travel and Tours in Boston. My name is Caitlin, and I spent a semester in Ireland. And my name is Joe, and I was born and grew up in Ireland. He thinks he's pretty cool when he says that. I am pretty cool. (laughs) We're breaking down many things that make Ireland such a spectacular destination. It's an overused phrase because I say it every episode, but there really is something for everyone there, and we intend to prove that. Not quite every episode. I said it in the last episode. Trying to be mean and failing, (laughs) failing miserably. We have various teams we'll focus on, and within those teams, we'll count up from one all the way through 250. Our current theme is castles, and today, reason 17, is self-catering castles, or, and there's a little addendum there, castles that you can rent out completely. Yes, because when I first heard self-catering, I first heard it when I started working here. I was like, oh, that means they just bring all their food with them. Because self-catering, you think catering, yes, you, you think pack food. Your, you pack your cans of beans in your, uh, sure, in your carry-on Sure, but my big thing was, why is this such a draw, self-catering, and everybody wants to just bring their food to castles? And I remember thinking, that's a very odd thing to do. And then I got the full concept of it, then it are made you, more sense to me. Are you naturally me. blonde, Caitlin, or is this... <laughs> yes? I am a natural blonde, yes, <laughs> yes. Indeed. Things make so much more sense now. <laughs> well, it was just a weird thing, but so now I, I get it more. It's more you rent out the place and it's your own thing and you, it's cool. But the idea is it's probably like cheaper in the long run exactly. than staying at a hotel and you don't exactly. have to move around as much. You sure. place yourself and you own the place. And it's a very different experience. Exactly. It's more of a personal experience because mm-hmm. so it becomes your own. Yes. yes. So, no. And you don't have to pack tins of beans. You here, don't have to. Luggage. You can if you want to, though. I you don't are. think you can. I don't think you'll get well, past security. no. Okay. So, yes. Don't listen to me. Listen to Joe. Listen to Joe on that you one. You work at a travel agency, you can, so you should probably you know can these go things. To the, you can go to, you know, Tesco or something and go get some. You, can, you can do that, but you, you cannot to. bring your own food from the U.S. and we <laughs> do not condone that. We do not. So. That is our disclaimer here. Please. So to stay at a self-catering castle means you've rented out the castle itself, basically. That is what we are getting. That that is our point here in a nutshell. And self-catering generally means that there's not going to be staff or a butler or breakfast waiting for you unless your husband or wife is very nice and will get up early and cook breakfast for you. And if that's the case, then that's a keeper right there. You got a keeper. And that's why you brought them to Ireland, I guess. (laughs) So castles weren't always these massive fortified structures where kings lived and died. Some were for mere lords to protect their hold and were only big enough to house their family or less. And that's where the self-catering aspect comes in. This is the kind of thing where you can bring, you can have two people, you can have ten people, but it's it's a smaller feel as you and I both because kind of talked about. Because they were actually family homes at exactly, one time. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yes. So uh, there are a lot of self-catering castles that we could talk about, but we've narrowed it down to some of our... So before we dive into that, we need to talk about the Irish Landmark Trust, which is an organization that uh, basically takes landmarks and makes them into self-catering accommodation. Um, they 
find these interesting and unusual properties in need of conservation, give them a little bit of a facelift and, and a new life, basically. They've been doing this since 1992, where they turn historical buildings into this self-catering accommodation that I mentioned. A couple of important things on the Irish Landmark Trust. They are a non-profit organization, which is really, really cool. So everything yes. that they do make from from this endeavor goes straight back into finding newer, or mo- not newer, but more different buildings to renovate and add to their collection. Mm-hmm. And also, when they do um, refurbish them, they try to keep the structural integrity and the exactly. architecture and whatever exactly. together so that it does have the same look and feel as it did 300 to a thousand years ago depending on what what the absolutely there's a really good balance here of history and the architectural Mm -hmm. integrity that you talk about and it's all about giving you the contemporary comforts of home that you would want in the place where you rest your head the irish landmark trust prides itself on what it calls its 31 quirky eccentric and distinctive buildings across ireland Some types of these properties can range from lighthouses, schoolhouses, castles, and gate lodges. And Joe, I wanted to ask you, have you stayed in one of these before? I sure have, because as soon as I heard about this, I was like, this is awesome, and I need to bring all my friends to one (laughs) of these. I've got to do it. And we will talk about one in a little bit, so I will keep you in suspense. Oh, dun dun dun. Well, to start off our list, we've got Anne's Grove in Castletown Roke. Did I say that? Roach. Roach. Dang it. In Castletown, Roach, County Cork. Anne's Grove was designed in 1853 to impress visitors to the main house, which was Anne's Grove House and Gardens. It's said to be a medieval castle in miniature form, and it's not as big as you might think when you hear the word castle. As we mentioned, some of these are smaller than you might Think. However, what, what's that new fad where people have tiny homes? Is it literally just oh, called tiny homes? Or what is the name of that? My mom. There's a show on HGTV that my mom yeah. absolutely loves. Well, there's lots of HG, HGTV These shows. These people that are great. just live in a box. Basically. Yeah, it's tiny and they and fit they, most of the stuff they I need. I don't know it how they do it. it. But anyway, yes. this, this castle is like a mini mini castle. Sure, <laughs> it's sure. A tiny castle. But you have a little bit more room than that. I, I would mm. think. Um, Yes, so its charm and elegance are really what draw people in. You'll find it at the junction of three country roads to the side of Anne's Grove. There's this archway, and there's a gate, so the people entering the main home would go through this gate, and the gate is connected to Anne's Grove. Uh-huh. So it's really cool. It's it's cute and charming, as I said here, um, and it, you've really got that impressive factor on top of it. It's got timber ceilings, wood floors, stone arches, and really snug and cozy rooms. It features a double bedroom, and I think as I mentioned earlier, uh, you've got these places where two guests can stay sometimes. That's Anne's Grove for you. Two guests can stay. Um, It's accessed by a narrow winding stone stairway. Wooden burning stove in a sitting room is also there, so you can get that cozy feeling. And it's pretty cool that it's only for two guests, so it's a nice and romantic getaway. Absolutely. And in Cork, too, which is pretty pretty sweet place to go. Cork's a pretty cool place. And speaking of, what can you do near Anne's Grove? So say you're staying there. Well, about 40 minutes away is Blarney Castle, where you can uh, pucker up and get your gift of eloquence with the Blarney Stone. And then you've got Cork City as well, as Joe just mentioned. It's about an hour or so away from Anne's Grove. And there's Good West Cork and Kerry. Absolutely. Lots of, a lots lot of places, you, a can lot of places you can check out. Another one on our list is 
Clamanta Castle. Clamanta Castle in Freshford Clamanta. County. Clamanta. Fun fact, Caitlin, this is the one I stayed at. <laughs> really? Yes. Let's talk about it. So, Tell me when your I experience. found out about the Irish Landmark Trust, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And I was also going home reasonably soon after that. So, when I go home, and if it's if I know I'm not going to be back for a while, mm-hmm. I will try and get all my friends together and, you know, do something cool or do an experience and it's usually sure. based around tourism it's not just let's go to the local pub and get some drinks we right. I try to do something or go away for a few what days a good or whatever crystal it travel is employee. <laughs> <laughs> promoting ireland from Absolutely. the inside um so when i found out about this i was like let's take a look at these properties and see what we can do mm-hmm. so they had a couple of properties that sleep 10 people and i said yes i'm doing this so one of them was in Clare, I think it's a, it's a like a manor house, which I wasn't as interested in, just because I think they had been to the same area of Clare mm. um, that New Year. I they, see. they rented a house literally in that area for New Year's Eve. Mm. Um, so I figured Kilkenny would be a good place to go because there was a castle there that looked pretty cool. <laughs> so um, yeah, I got that set up and I found, actually I found, 12 friends or yeah I have that many friends wow yeah uh, check you out <laughs> actually it was us two and 10 friends so <laughs> but um not all of us could go on the same days so we were able to kind of swap two in and two out to okay uh to keep the 10 there so when we got there um we got to a gate that went into a field literally and it was padlocked or it looked padlocked and I had to call a guy his name was Peter and Hi, Peter. Peter, <laughs> Peter was very, very <laughs> cool. He was already in the castle. He was oh, really? expecting our arrival, like, so he was already in the castle itself and had the fire set up and had some mulled wine for us wow. and showed us around very and class. it was really, really nice. So we drove in and there's a little bit of parking space. There's fields out the back that you can go and hike up into. Nice. And he told us the history of the castle part and showed us around. So there was like there's the castle itself, and then there's a kind of a, a newer but still very old um, manor kind of home office to you know, sure sleep ten people. Sure, sure. But it's still really old and really nice. And the castle part, when you go in, you know, there's like the half red door that you can open the top half or the bottom half, yeah. and it's all stone floors oh, and through the archways and the bathroom and the back hall we'll call it when you get in there then the kitchen is kind of the main part of the castle and it's just this really high ceiling with this old did you take wood. a lot of photos I did take some photos yes I'll well, have to dig them that. up yeah um, <laughs> but in the kitchen that it was had everything old and f- you know had all the old feel but had all the modern amenities which was really nice, nice. so it had a wood burning stove or a, a gas stove or whatever I, you know you had to flick a switch and it turned on and heated the place which was nice. nice and it also had a dishwasher and stuff but it was you know it still kept the the feel sure you know without, sure. without that's what you, you know. want yeah so. well let me ask you this joe did you feel like a royal when you stayed there a little, did you feel a like little a king? bit because it had them kind of i don't know what you call them trestle tables with the, the little benches along the side and we we all got up and had breakfast the next morning we how cool somebody somebody made breakfast it wasn't me <laughs> um, it's always good when it's not you having but, to make it right yeah we <laughs> I think the first night we were there we just sat in the living room because there was 10 of us and we had a few drinks and played cards because there's no wifi there's no TVs no nothing 
but there was this really cool little snug in off the living room as well which was very nice and uh, it just it was just a really really cool different experience because we were in the middle of a field surrounded by sheep Ah, only you know how I feel about sheep. only like seven or eight miles from Kilkenny city itself which was pretty cool yeah um so we had we obviously had to go out and buy our food we went to the the town of Freshford I think to a Tesco or something like that <laughs> and bought a load of food for the three days and we just we kind of ate there a bit but we we spent the next day in Kilkenny City and we went out there that night I think and got some taxis back because it's not far it was just it was a really really nice time and then the well. little the second day then we went for a hike up the fields because it was a nice day so. look at you I mean you are covering everything I had in my notes here <laughs> sorry let me ask you this though another qu- no that's good uh, did you see something called a Sheila Nagig Sheila Nagig oh it's yeah a yeah, symbolic yeah, yeah, yeah. pagan nude sorry I forgot to I forgot to get into this yes before we left Peter showed us around the castle again. He actually brought us up. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. He brought us up on the roof. Um, or up to the like the turret. I don't know what you'd call it. Sure. At the top, anyway, to see the views and told us of all the history. And the, okay, okay. I think there is a ghost story as well and stuff like that. But oh, yeah, he, he did show it. us the Sheila and the Gig Aris. Yeah. Love it, love he was, it. He was really cool. He was a great addition to just, you know, at the start and the end. to He gave us the keys, but he also showed us around and got the place ready and homely for us. And nice. Yeah, it was, nice. It was awesome. Well, I know Joe said, compared to Anne's Grove, uh, with two people, Joe said he had 12 people. Um, my notes told me that there are four bedrooms in this castle. Is that correct? There are five bedrooms. Five bedrooms. I don't oh, know no, why I got four. four. And a twin. There's one of them. Four yeah, bedrooms, four. one twin room. Yeah, so, so yeah. five. Yeah, yeah so five twin. total. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, cozy open fire, the spiral staircase, and the working farm spiral as well. Spiral staircase is really cool. I love spiral staircases. Yeah. To stay in a place that had one, I mean, yeah. that's, that's the dream <laughs> right there. When we were there, actually, it was pretty funny. Um, one of the couples that were there, they stayed in the castle room. Mm-hmm. Because there's one room in the castle itself, but then the rest of them are in the, the manor. So that's the really cold room, but it's really, really nice. Who, how, how'd you figure that out? What did you do, like, play it, it rock, a, paper, scissors? It was or? actually really cold in there, so we let them stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take oh, the castle room. Fire Go for it. You deserve but it. But they were walking in the middle of the night with a huge bang. One of the pictures fell off the wall. No! <laughs> yeah. It was so, a ghost. They were terrified. He was a ghost. Hey, you never know. You never know. It was know. pretty cool, though, yeah. Well, Joe did mention that uh, from this castle, you can check out Kilkenny City. You can also check out Kilkenny Castle. You can take a tour of that. I can't say enough good stuff about Kilkenny City either, by the way. There's so much to do there. The Smithic Experience. Oh, There's yeah, some for really sure. nice bars, nice places to eat. Just a really nice, compact little city. And all the That's foodies out there. There's a Kilkenny food trail as well. Nice. So you can get your Irish food on. So my favorite on the list, and one that I get to talk about now from my personal experience, is Marquis Castle. Say I and my a little bit more, Caitlin. I, my, I, my, I, my. <laughs> Marquis Castle in Sligo. This one's a little bit bigger than the landmarks we've just talked about, but it's so cool. And I know I can't just say that, but like literally. So I, I feel like I need to interject here and tell you fine, a little something. Fine. I actually stayed here as well, but 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 <sighs> it, it was when it was just a hotel. And it's so cool. It's. Uh, Did I say it's cool? I, sta- it's <laughs> I really stayed cool. there a couple of years ago, um, as a kind of a mini moon after we got married. We decided we'd stay in a castle. For, so I, I had never actually stayed in a castle at that point, 
so we stayed there when it was a hotel but shortly after that they shut it down for 18 months for renovations yes. and now they have reopened it yes. as a private castle basically and so it only opens when it's fully rented out for an event and I was among one of the first to actually go visit after you its sure reopening um, I went with our colleague Bridie a few weeks ago and we got to stay in it and it was so magical and I will share some of my experiences with you as I go along here but first I'll give you a little historical background so in case you didn't get that Caitlin liked the castle so <laughs> yes indeed so Marcree Castle is the ancestral seat of the Cooper family in 1663 Cornet Edward Cooper was serving over Oliver Cromwell you're making a face that guy yes of course <laughs> I feel like we need a boo button like we push and we have sound effects boo hiss hiss snicker snicker you very Jerry Springer of us absolutely you? absolutely hit her with the chair that was a, that was <laughs> a really old reference hit him with uh, the chair <laughs> We, yeah, we, we dated ourselves there. Yeah. Okay, back, back, back to Mercury Castle. Yeah, so um, this Edward Cooper, sir, who was serving Oliver Cromwell, his army defeated the O'Brien clan, which makes me a bit sad because I am an O'Brien somewhere, this somewhere distantly. This full of losers. <laughs> Between the O'Connors and the O'Briens. Absolutely, absolutely. And here we go with the English taking land away from the Irish again, right? Mm -hmm. As a gift for defeating the O'Briens, Cooper was allotted Marquis Castle and its surrounding land. Before then, and when I hear Connor O'Brien, I think Conan O'Brien, and it totally takes me out of the story, so sorry everyone. But Connor O'Brien owned the castle with his wife, Marie Rua. However, Connor died in the battle, and then Edward Cooper married her. So how how sad is that? I've right? stopped listening to you because I'm imagining Conan O'Brien <laughs> standing on a on a with his raised platform in front of a throne, <laughs> wearing a crown with one of those really long like think about it though red regal cloaks. Think about that it. That you wear. say you're in battle with somebody, and then you lose, and then Christina has to marry the guy who beats you. Oh, I, I literally wasn't listening. That's so horrible. I didn't, I didn't. That's what happened. That's, wow. That is what just happened. So anyway, these people went on to live in Dremoland Castle, and one of Marie's sons inherited Marcree. Jesus, they have it tough, don't they? They do have it tough, I'm telling you. Um, this castle is not a stranger to war. Uh, the Catholic army occupied the castle at one point, and the Coopers had to flee. It was also occupied by the Irish Free State Army, so tons of history, I'm Joe. guessing that was around 1916. Yeah, I think you're guessing about right. I think you got that. The Cooper family operates it to this day, however, uh, with the help of Manor House Hotels. Shout out to them. They are lovely people. I got to meet a few of, of the people that work for them when I was on my little trip. They're wonderful. Um, also, along the grounds are a lot of sheep. More sheep that you can count, and that made me really happy. How many of them did you try to count? Oh, I just love I got to, to like 77, and then so it was dinner many, time. I have so many pictures. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to include in the show notes. I can't, I'll make a little collage. Was it in there that there oh, was the, the video of the lamb running? I have was a story. It? I have a story. I'm really excited. So we're going to we're, leave. We're going to cut this from the... No, <laughs> Stop it. So we're, we're going to leave. I'm so excited. We're going to leave this castle, right? And we're on our tour bus, right? And I have a video I can share. <gasps> I'm so excited. Okay, sorry. Did I just okay. tell this story in about five words already? No. Go on. Go on. There go were on. baby lambs that were running up to our bus, and they were precious. And we stopped, we opened up the door, and we were like, oh, hi, baby lambs, you're adorable. And then their mom ran after them, and she was telling them off, and then they ran She back. is wagging her finger right now as if sheep have <laughs> appendages. It was adorbs. Um, yeah, I did, I did tell that story. I, I asked you while you were going, oh, my God! 
I said, was this the place where you took the video of the lamb running after the bus? I'm sorry, I got so <laughs> I got so caught up in the sheep. I I can't That's, even. No, it's fine. I can't just, even. I like my version better. For, for the, absolutely. I like my version. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, Mercury Castle. Uh, it is. It feels like something out of Beauty and the Beast. It's absolutely amazing. There's a gorgeous staircase. There's a church. Luxurious bathtubs where you do feel like a royal. Uh, you've got amazing sitting sitting rooms, a stunning dining room, and I felt like I was a first class passenger on the Titanic. I know we got all these Titanic references, Joe, but I really did. You know the Titanic sank, right? It did, I know, but let's not talk about that. You wake up to the sound of birds chirping, and you look out into the castle grounds, and it's it's perfection. It's so wonderful. Um, that said, <laughs> this castle <laughs> is used for weddings, uh, which may be something that we talk about later. And no, I'm not engaged yet, so that's not that's not the news we're gonna we're gonna talk about. It might, might be at that time. <laughs> who knows? However, you can rent out the whole place for your wedding venue, and I will say the bridal suite is stunning. Or for any reason, as far as I know. True, but yeah. that is their specialty, is weddings. Oh, it certainly is, but if you have mm-hmm. a group that you want to put together and you want to put them sure. in a castle for a couple of nights and have the sure. fine dining castle experience with them and you're renting out the entire castle, you can do that. By all means, have at it and invite me because I want to come. Uh, so what can you do nearby the area? Well... Actually, I was actually in a wedding <clears throat> in Mercury Castle, kind of. <laughs> what? When we were there before, it was... Why are your stories kind of like killing mine? Why are you raining on my parade, Joe? A little bit. When we were there, the night we were there, um, it wasn't the kind of specialty wedding private venue that it is now, but there was a wedding there, so Mm. there was like probably 30 people at the wedding, I'd say. so gorgeous. And it was just in a dining room off our dining room, so we could actually kind of see the wedding going on or the meal taking place. It's so cool. And then they went off into another room dancing and we went to the bar for a few drinks. and. the wedding moved into the bar afterwards and then there was a sing song and blah 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 and we were, we were basically part of the wedding it was, <laughs> it was pretty funny how nice it was an American wedding there was Americans over oh, getting married I, can, I don't know what the connection was we didn't really you didn't make talk to them too much uh, <laughs> they, were, they were busy singing well you sing with do. them and we, then, we did oh, okay. alright so places to explore nearby you've got Yates Country Sligo which is absolutely beautiful amazing Irish countryside you can get to and from the Sligo Airport really fast. It's less than half an hour, so it's it makes for a great uh, coming and going location. And you can do all sorts of wild Atlantic Way activities. And I have been wondering where I can squeeze this in, but this might be as good a, <laughs> okay. a good a chance as any. I was in Sligo recently. I did a couple of really really cool things that I wanted to share. Um, By all means. I grew up on a farm in Ireland, so this should not have excited me, but it was awesome. We went to a sheepdog demonstration. Um, yeah, there was sheep, Caitlin, yeah. Oh, she's oh, making silent noises here. It's it. pretty off-putting. Um, <laughs> but we went to, and basically the farmer was there. He's a young guy that, I guess, having trouble making ends meet in a farm in the west of Ireland at the moment, so went for agritourism and had his you know his dogs are really well trained and they're good at rounding up the sheep because the sheep all live on the hillside of Ben Bulban so they're you know spread mm. over miles and miles and miles sure. so when he needs to gather them up for testing or for whatever else you have to do with sheep he needs the dogs to be able to do a good job so he decided to turn that into a business where he you know busloads of people come along every day and sure. will watch him do a sheepdog demonstration of them you know running the sheep around I don't know if you've ever seen Babe, the movie with yes, the pig. Yes, that'll do, pig. But that'll y- do. Yeah, exactly that, basically, except with dogs. Not he doesn't have a trained pig, unfortunately. 
But then he we while we were there it was lambing season, so we got to hold some baby lambs. I got to hold a, a fully black lamb, which was pretty I cool. Your life. It was <laughs> it was actually very cute, which was <laughs> which was funny. <laughs> um, funny for me who you know worked with sheep over the years. But yes. um, yeah, it was a cool, very very cool experience, and I would recommend nice. it for any groups there. Nice. Another thing we did was we went foraging for seaweed on the beach, which is an other odd experience that I did not think I would enjoy uh-huh. at all. I thought it was going to be really really dumb. Yeah. It never occurred to me that there was different types of seaweed and that they would taste different or look different or smell different or show up in different places. So we went with uh, an expert um, in the area and she showed us around. We walked along Streeta Beach, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous beach, mm, by the way. I'm sure. And she was just pointing out seaweed for us and cutting it up and telling us the history and we tasted all of it as well and most of it was delicious and some of it was really disgusting but she she knew which was disgusting and which wasn't but I was so into it I was trying all of it I was like you probably shouldn't eat that but but people but by do. All means. So, so I was like, yeah, okay. So some of it is like spaghetti that you can literally, you know, it's stringy and then other stuff is just kind of cut to pieces. It's Wow. It was really, really cool. And then oh, after man. that, we had a really foodie day that day. So we went in and we did the Sligo food trail or a real amended version of it. Mm-hmm. Basically, we ran around from pubs and restaurants and um, things like that around Sligo town, sampling food for a few hours and mm-hmm. drinks. So we went to one place to give us a whiskey tasting and a history of... Um, That's always fun. A history of the a famous lady that was from the area. And that was nice. And then we went to... We went to a vegan cafe, which I obviously was going to hate. Oh, for sure. I mean, they, I. they had a shot of green weirdness. And then they had this, <laughs> like, hummus and avocado cracker crap. And then they had some sort of dessert. It was all phenomenal. I was really? I was shocked. I was I craved I'm the, shocked. I, I don't like hummus at Joe all. Joe Donnelly. I, I do not like hummus and I'm not I am a real meat eater. Saying he likes vegan food is but, I'm very holy shit. I crave the wow. cracker the the hummus and avocado cracker that I've had there. I honest <laughs> to God I I will probably go to Sligo to that place and have some Just for the food. Yeah, huh? I swear. And then we went to the oldest bar in Sligo where we could pull our own pint of Guinness and sit and drink it nice. with live music there and all. It was just it was fabulous. Um and we got a really quick lunch as well at the White Swan. What was it? The on Aylabon, I think it was called. Um, that's my Irish oh, translation. Oh, sure, of course. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, really, really cool. And another thing that would be great for groups, even if they're not staying in Sligo. So nice. Yeah, nice. It was it was awesome. Wow, <laughs> I want to relive that trip, please. Sorry, Thank you. sorry about that sidebar. No, uh, I enjoy that. That reminded me of totally off topic. I don't know if I should say it or mine not. Mine was kind of off topic, so go on. So, <laughs> I am like, I have discovered J.P. Sears. I don't know if you know who this is. He's this like super hippie, dippy, really funny guy. He's got long, long red hair, and he's hilarious. And he's also like a life coach, so like, some of his videos are very serious, but others are super, super just like sarcastic, and he's so serious. He comes mm, off as very deadpan. dry. What's that? Deadpan. Okay. That's that's the word for that's that. The, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard it first. So anyways, there's this video he has, and it's 
it's about if um, meat eaters acted the way vegans do. Oh, I've seen some of that. Oh, I don't know if I've so seen good. his one or not, but it's yeah. It's so good. It's so good. He gets so offended by people eating, eating lettuce. And he's like, oh, I have seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. I think I shared it on Facebook or I meant to or whatever. Anyways, there's my sidebar. I love, I love, I love JP Sears. Like <laughs> I think he's wonderful. I think he's so good. Good for you. All right. Well, thank you, Jill. I'm glad you approve. <laughs> All right. So Bellingham Castle is another one that is definitely worth checking out as far as the self uh, catering accommodation goes it's located in the heart of the medieval village of castle bellingham in county louth how did they come up with the name for the castle uh someone's last name <laughs> sir henry bellingham oh well, you didn't get what i was getting at there castle it's, bellingham it's bellingham castle and castle bellingham well that i got so, yeah, so. i'm sorry i'm sorry no i got it i just thought there was more to nope. it than that <laughs> okay. I was like, what what are we doing here okay just trying to be funny you are funny joe i think you're hilarious so this is a 17th century castle located about an hour uh from dublin and belfast kind of in, in between it was originally owned by here we go sir henry bellingham in the 17th century. Like Marcree, this castle has also seen its fair share of troops camping out quite long ago, and it was a gathering point in the county for uh, fairs that were held there each year, and the Bellinghams were a very prominent family. Of course they were. They had a castle. Mm -hmm. How could they not be? High society weddings were held there years ago, and the castle still acts as an incredible wedding venue today. So let's talk about what was, like, the wedding of, like, the decade, shall we? So we've got Augusta Mary Monica Bellingham. That's, that's quite a mouthful. Mary Monica. Yes, um, indeed. So sorry, that just, that, that was a blast from the past. I think my aunt had a student called Mary Monica. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check this my family girl. with that. Yeah, it was literally Mary Monica. <laughs> sorry, that's... <laughs> As his face is turning that bright is, red, you guys. That is just, that came out of me without oh, without even nice. thinking. That's so wonderful. Also, when I looked at the show notes, immediately I glanced at it and it looked like it said Monica Bellucci. I was like, what? Monica Bellucci? <laughs> here? Nope. All right. So, yes. Uh, Augusta Mary Monica Bellingham. <laughs> I really need to ask my family what, you, what the Please do. Please, please yeah. check out. Check that out for us. Augusta Mary Monica Bellingham was the daughter of Sir Alan Bellingham. She was the fourth baronet, and she married the fourth Marquis of Butte, John Christian Stewart? Christian Stewart? Christian Stewart? Yeah. Something, something like that. Anyways, the Marquis were, um, the Marquis... Mr. Marquis. Marcus, people say. But really? I know. Yeah, they've kind of. That's strange. It's not. A, I don't think I all, like that. All these fancy words that people used to have, they changed. I to don't approve. Sound easier now. The Marcus. Well, Americans are the main, the main problem here because they'll Maybe. simplify like French words and stuff like that as well. <laughs> okay, Mr. Crichton Stewart was one of the wealthiest men in the British Isles at the time sparing no expense for the wedding. He even chartered the Princess Maud steamer to transport their guests and the Isle of Butte Pike Band across the Irish Sea to Bellingham Castle for the wedding. So, fair, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Maybe he has, like, a great-great-grandson who is looking to also get married and wants to marry an American. Now you are betrothed to Mr. Guinness, so... <laughs> well, your girl's got to have options. I mean, come on now. Set on the banks of River Glide, this castle grounds go above and beyond your expectations. You've got gorgeous plants and just wonderful tranquility found throughout. The castle features formal drawing rooms, a cozy library, 
bars, luxurious bedrooms, and a gorgeous suite that's ideal for the couple of a private wedding. Um, and just to note, this castle is owned by the same family that owns Mercury Castle, and does the same thing, basically. One of them is bigger, so I can't remember which has more rooms. One of them has like ten more rooms than the other, so if one of them doesn't suit, another one might. You can check out another one. What can you do during your stay here? Well, a day trip to Dublin or Belfast would be ideal. There's so much to do in also, either of those cities. Also, you've got the Royal County all around. You've got Drogheda. You've got the Battle of the Boyne Centre. You've got Newgrange and North and Dolt Tombs. There's lots to do. Opportunities lots. are endless. But it's great for a last night or last two nights in Ireland as well. Yes. If, if, for a group, obviously. Yes. And then last on our list here, we've got Castle Leslie in County Monaghan. And in the words of Liz Lemon, I was looking at pictures of this and I just wanted, I want to go to there. Is, is, that, it? is that your best Liz Lemon impression? Oh, oh. I want to go to there. Well, how would you do it? I just did it. Was, that was your best <laughs> Liz Lemon impression? She does some inflections and stuff. It doesn't matter. I want to go to there. How's that? Fair. Is that good? Fair enough. Do we I accept guess, that yeah. for now? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. This is considered to be one of the finest castle hotels Ireland has to offer. There's also a castle. I'm sorry. This is also a castle you could rent out for a wedding venue if you wished. But this, this is where we cheat a little bit. We do cheat because a smidge. Um, this is just your normal castle hotel, but they do give the option to rent out the entire exactly. place for yourself. Exactly. Um, there are some really cool activities that you can take part in here, um, like riding horses at the equestrian center, getting the spa treatment, going fishing, archery, which is something I took part in uh, a few weeks ago and I fell in love with. I was a newbie, um, didn't know if I would if I would take to it or not, but I'd always wanted to try it, and I thought, I'm in Ireland, why not? I have the chance, and fell in love with it. So. These activities are things that maybe you wouldn't necessarily do um, in your home country, but you are in a new place and they have these opportunities for you. Why not take advantage of them? There's also a falconry experience, um, canoeing as well. So many things you can take part in. And uh, this castle is about an hour and 20 minutes from Dublin or an hour from Belfast as well. Couple of things to note on Castle Leslie. It's not just a castle that's there, so you can right. ab- you can absolutely stay in the castle, and as we said, you can rent out the entire castle for your group or your family or whatever you've got. There is also a manor house off that that has more rooms that you can rent out, which is just as beautiful but might be a little bit less expensive. And there is self-catering accommodation just down the road that's all part of the Castle Leslie estate, and you can stay there it's self-catering but you can still it's a short walk to the hotel where you can get breakfast and dinner and stuff like that if you Mm -hmm. want as well and sir paul mccartney got married to heather mills there really in 2002 so there you go interesting is she the one that nobody likes i feel like nobody likes heather mills i don't know i can't remember my mom doesn't like her my mom has a thing for paul mccartney though so that's why she wouldn't like her it's jealousy then (laughs) exactly Alright, so I think it's time for some trivia. Can't wait. Are you ready? So last week, I said that there are few, if any, castles in America, right? And I talked about how uh, it's a big deal for Americans to go somewhere where there are castles because they're few and far between. But there are some. And we're going to play a game where you have to guess if the castles that I mentioned are legit castles. This is going to be bullshit. Or or if they are made up. So are you ready? Yeah. All right. There are five castles here. We'll start with the first one. Bannerman Castle. B-I-T-T-E? Bannerman. I'm sorry. Bannerman. Yes. 
yes. That's a castle in America. Okay. Yes. Correct. It's in New York. Hurst Castle. Hurst. Mm-hmm. Spell. H-E-A-R-S-T. Use it in a sentence. Oh, sorry. This I'm going the, to Hurst Castle. <laughs> this isn't the national spelling bee, sorry. <laughs> right. uh, yes, that's a castle. In America. Correct again. It's in California. Mackenzie Castle. Nope. Not a castle. You're right. Bishop's Palace. Not a castle. Uh, it's in Texas. Doesn't count. Texas is trying to secede from the <laughs> state, so. Van Housen Castle. Van Housen? Van Housen. No. That's the suit maker or whatever, isn't it? You got it right. <laughs> well, you got four out of five. That's so not bad. Not I stumped you at least once. I feel somewhat good about myself today. Fair enough. I have another reason to go on today. <laughs> or something. <laughs> Except Fair I might not because we're about enough. to do Caitlin and Conch, so <laughs> maybe I spoke too soon. Look away, look away. Look away. Okay. Caitlin and Conch, episode 17. Continuing, and let's put it in at the start here. This has to do with our current <laughs> team, so you cannot use that excuse. Thank you. You've got ten seconds. Go. Modia. Ta. An. Kashleen. Mar. Bjorngloid. Terrible. Hmm. Terrible. Kashleen! That was close, right? Did you see that word last week? Kashleen. It's it <laughs> Koshwan Mo Yia Wow. Yeah. Tha I never get ta and tha. I never get that. I don't ta. know why. I never uh, what is wrong with me? Okay. Mo Yia Tha or Tha on Koshlan Shaw More Ring Loge. I feel like I didn't do a good job with the phonetic Mo Yia <clears throat> And then there's an exclamation point. Mo-yia! Okay, fine. Pa on Koshlan Sha Mar Bringloge. Or Vringloge, should I say. Bringloge is the... Loge. Okay, yeah. okay. I wasn't sure how to spell loge. No. It was a difficult no. one to do. Yes, clearly. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your damn mouth. All right, um... Mah. Mah. That's not it, though. Yeah, no, I'm probably gonna... My goodness! Um... There are. I, I know castles. Okay. I know. I know. Um, there are. Okay, so that's. Is that plural or singular? One. So. There is. This castle is. Wonderful. Very close. Luxurious. Very close. Ah! Why do I keep putting my Tell hands the up today? That's that's a sports thing. That's a touchdown. I mean, I'm going signal, off of a few episodes ago. <laughs> my God, this castle's like a dream. I was trying. I, my Irish is so bad that I couldn't say anything like this. Castle is like a fairy tale, or blah 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 blah. So couldn't get that right. But yeah, that's, that's okay. What it is. Well, I did well there. Not bad. Yeah. yeah thank you. Bad. Thank you, Joe. You have to give I appreciate it. Moving on to your tour of the week with pots and plans. Our tour is quite appropriate. It is the Rent-A-Castle tour. You fly into Shannon and out of Dublin. You start out at Knockranny House Hotel, where you can check out the Cliffs of Moher, Galway City, Sligo and Yates Country, as we've talked about, 
Then you spend some time in Helen's Tower, which is a landmark that you can rent out. That we didn't tell you about that you'd have to find out for yourself. We did not, but yes, absolutely, it's wonderful. Um, you can see the Causeway Coast. This is in Northern Ireland. You can see the Causeway Coast. You can check out Derry and Belfast, all wonderful things. Or you can just hang out in your castle because that's pretty cool too. Yes. It's a vacation within a vacation. Then your last few nights, you are in O'Callaghan Davenport Hotel in Dublin, where you can check out musty places like the Guinness Storehouse, Trinity College, Jameson Distillery, the GAA Museum. I could go on and on and on. That's never an epic Ireland as usual. Of course, some of our very favorites. <laughs> uh, yes, and Temple Im Bar. Important thing about a tour like this is with. Uh, self-catering accommodation and stuff usually it's a minimum of three nights which is actually great because it gives you a chance to relax Absolutely. to move in somewhere and it's just kind of important to base yourself somewhere where there is lots of stuff to do that's why we included Helen's Tower here but as we've kind of told you Kilkenny is awesome and it's the kind of the gateway to the sunny southeast so if you had a group of ten that wanted to say Clementa Castle great for that sure if you had um if you, it was just two of you and you wanted to stay in Cork, then uh, Anne's Grove is, is perfect too. There's Absolutely. lots of options depending on the number of people you have. Um, that's the way you can And do it's it. important to stay there at least two nights, if not three, because people come back after staying one night and they're sad that they didn't have more time there. So that's uh -huh. something to definitely note. As with all of our self-drive tours, this is simply a suggested itinerary. You have the power to come and go as you please. And if you have places in mind that you would rather visit instead of what we just mentioned, or if you're looking for other suggestions, we are all too happy to help you. You can find this and the other tours we've talked about in past episodes at crystal-travel.com reasons. Another thing to note is we have an awesome honeymoon section on our website that yes. everybody should go check out if you're thinking about getting married or totally. whatever. We can, we can hook you up. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's all that we have for you today, right? Mm -hmm. um, we want to remind you to visit 50reasonspodcast.com for upcoming episodes and show notes. Find us on Facebook at 50 Reasons Podcast and at Twitter at 50 Reasons Pod. Please, please, please find us on iTunes. Not iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts now. Apple yes, Podcasts. they've changed it. Well, I heard it first just like everybody else, yeah. I think. We want... Damn it, I forgot the Boron again. That's all right, I'm just going to use my pen this time. Fun. I could not be bothered. I thought about it this morning, and Fun. I was like, Don't. Yeah, that's what you just said there. <laughs> I thought, don't forget the Boron. Anyways, we want you to stay tuned for reason 19, coming out Monday, May 15th. Joe will be in Ireland that day. Joe will be in Ireland. What? My goodness. Living the life. Stay tuned for reason number 18, coming out Monday, May 15th. Joe will be in Ireland then, which is kind of fun. Sure will. Joe, if you'll give us a drum roll. Reason 18 is... Castles to, visit, Castles to visit, which everybody wants to do when they go to Ireland. And we we may or may not cheat there because you can technically visit any castle you want in totally. Ireland. So it'll be a kind of a cluster of whatever we I'm have, excited have not, for it. not hit yet. I'm excited. But the interesting thing is there's lots of other stuff to do. So you can stay at castles and you can visit them. But some of them do some other pretty cool stuff too. So we'll, we'll be including we'll some We'll touch that. upon those, huh? Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Until next time. Slana Walia!